This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 570 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by FeedXL.com, online nutrition software. Hi, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from Mandy Widrick. Mandy is an entrepreneur and business owner from New York State. She is CEO of Charged Up Media, a social media marketing company, and enjoys teaching other entrepreneurs and business owners how to market online. Mandy is also creator of Horse Family, an online blog-style magazine for equestrians. Today's tip from Mandy is about blogging, do's and don'ts. But first, a word from today's sponsor, FeedXL. Ah, poor Gypsy is suffering from horse envy. He's the new kid in the pasture and can't get over the stamina and shape of his fellow stallmates. Rumors around the barn point to FeedXL. It seems their owner has been online and discovered the FeedXL nutrition tool. That means Gypsy's in for a big transformation. The other horses have been telling Gypsy all about the changes made to their diet and how FeedXL has improved their overall well-being. When it comes to your horse's diet, conflicting advice can result in overfeeding and money wasted. With a FeedXL nutrition tool, enter your horse's weight, diet, and activity level to get started. It'll allow you to see where your horse's diet stands and give you the opportunity to revise it until it's balanced. FeedXL has the latest science backing them up, allowing you to take charge of your horse's diet with an easy-to-use nutrition tool, taking the guesswork out of what to feed your horse. It's almost like Gypsy has his own personal nutritionist right at the barn. Visit FeedXL.com for a simple and easy nutrition tool to balance your horse's diet for optimum health. Now, enjoy today's tip. Welcome back. Mandy Widrick here with fantastic, useful, and fun tips to make our computer lives better. What have you got for us today? Today, we are going to talk about blogging tips. So, do you blog, Jennifer? What do you think? (laughs) (laughs) No, I do not blog. I post post things on my Facebook page, which is a Mm -hmm. vast improvement because for about the first six months I had a Facebook page, I think I posted on it once. I only had it there because I had to. Um, But I don't don't do any blogging. I'm I'm debating whether or not I want to try that, but yeah. That's that. That's a discussion for another day. I, I might have to have seek counseling on that. Yeah. Well, for those who are interested in starting a blog, I have a few tips. So we're first going to start out with which websites are good for blogging, which ones are free, because free is a great place to start. Um, so my favorite, my personal favorite, actually, is WordPress.com. Um, I have a paid version of WordPress now because I've been blogging for a while, and I've gotten tech-savvy enough to switch over to the paid version. So, um, But either way, free or, or paid, WordPress is my favorite platform out of all of them for blogging. So WordPress.com, that's free. You can use the .com. Um, blogger.com is another free one. And Tumblr.com are the three that I'm going to talk about. Um, now, Tumblr, for anyone who's not familiar with Tumblr, that's T-U-M-B-L-R.com. There's no E in there, so... T-U-M-B-L-R.com, Tumblr.com. 
So Alrighty. all three of those are free. Yep, all three of those are free. Um, and they all kind of have their own different perks. Like I said, WordPress.com is pretty cool. I've never used Blogger personally. Um, Tumblr is kind of fun, too. It really depends on what works for you, which one kind of fits your, your personal style and your knowledge of um, of the web. So those three are, are cool. Have you heard of any of those, Jennifer? Uh, I'm familiar with WordPress. Okay. Yes. WordPress is cool. Yeah, I think WordPress is really one of the more common platforms that are out there. So It's um, relatively like easy to use. I, I have used it because I had to. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it is relatively simple for somebody like me who is, um, I am not by nature someone who understands anything about a computer. So um, the little bit I do know how to do with a computer applied comfortably to WordPress things. It was not mm-hmm. a giant leap for me. Sure. Well, when it comes to blogging, um, it really doesn't matter which platform you choose. They're all good. They'll all work for blogging. So pick whichever one suits you and, and go from there. But so once you've set a blog up, you know, what's the next thing to do? Um, a lot of people, um, they, they blog about different experiences that they have in, like, like a lifestyle blog. So, like, what's going on in their personal life, um, and they kind of share those ideas with others. Other people use blogs for the purpose of branding their business, which is what I blog about. So, when you first start your blog, it's really important, I think, um, to think about what it is that you want to write about and stick to that particular topic. Um, so in my case, I like to brand different, um, I like to brand my business. So, uh, I have horsefamilymagazine.com. That's my main blog. And that's where I blog about, uh, horse tips and that kind of thing. So there are different categories and they're broken down into, into each individual category, but it's all horse stuff. So I was on my blog one day and I said, Hmm, I think I'll blog about, um, I don't know, what's something that's not horses, dogs. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's say I wanted to blog about dogs one day. That might not fit on my blog because my readership is really targeting horse people. So for me to start putting dog tips like, um, I don't know, uh, good free medication for my dog, <laughs> mm-hmm. that would be very much outside of my niche and not necessarily suitable for my blog. So when you start out, I, I think it's very important to think about what it is that you want to talk about, write about, what you're passionate about um, before you start. Mm-hmm. And, and stick to the topic. Yeah. So yeah, no, think... no ADD allowed in blogging world. <laughs> it's true. Okay. It's true. Mm-hmm. Got but it. I think it's, yeah, I think it's also important for people to write about something that they're passionate about because... What tends to happen with bloggers is they write about something that they think is going to be popular versus something that they really feel passionate about and is a matter that's important to them. So it makes it hard for them to keep up with the writing and keep the blog active because they're writing about something that they don't necessarily enjoy, you know. So Mm -hmm. when it comes to, to writing, you're going to burn out faster if you aren't writing about something that you enjoy uh, sharing with other people. Uh-huh. Yeah, I got it. So okay, so you pick something that you like and stick with it. Mm-hmm. All right. So what's next yep. on, on, on what we should do when we start our blog? <laughs> well, the next thing is if you're writing something that you're passionate about, you're offering content that's valuable or interesting to people, um, it doesn't necessarily have to be helpful tips, even though those are a great thing to go on a blog. But there are great lifestyle blogs out there that 
are are being read by thousands of people. The first one that I think of is, um, I believe it's the pioneerwoman.com. Very um, popular, yeah. yeah. I think it's the pioneerwoman.com. I'm going to make sure that's the exact URL right while I'm in front of my computer. But that particular blog um, is written by a woman who really just writes about her daily life on her farm. So um, I believe the name is Reed Drummond. Um, and it's really, it's all lifestyle. She mm-hmm. talks about cooking. She talks about her kids, her pets all of those kind of things. And so they may not necessarily be helpful tips on a daily basis, but she's writing about interesting content that people can relate to. So, so, so you, if you're going to do a lifestyle blog, you'd better have an interesting life or really good creative writing skills. <laughs> true. True. Um, and I've seen lifestyle blogs that have not really survived because the content just wasn't that interesting. Uh, the other thing I, I would recommend that goes right along those lines is to keep your content short. Uh, don't, don't be too long-winded because if your articles that you're writing and posting are, let's say, even even 800 words and up, if they're really long, people don't stick around long enough to read them, and you'll lose readership that way. But if you keep your articles short, like between um, you know 500 to 600 words, something like that, and you include photos that give it that visual aspect, you're a lot more likely to keep people on the blog long enough to finish the article. Uh-huh, because you have to read the blog post between people looking to see what you're doing over your shoulder at work. Got it. <laughs> uh-huh. All yeah. right, so blogging 101. Pick a topic you like and stick with it. Keep it short. Anything else? Um, yep, I'm just going to mention that another way to get readers is to plug your blog posts on social media sites. So if you have a Facebook personal page or personal account, a Facebook fan page, Twitter account, anything like that, after you post the article, share it with your friends so that you can start drawing them in and getting them so they're, they're leaving comments on the blog or they're at least commenting either you know from Facebook or Twitter, leaving feedback that way. And that's a great way to, to bring more people and more readers in. So you're going to let folks know that it's there. Mm-hmm. There we go. Well, that's pretty straightforward. That makes it sound so simple. It's not, but it makes it sound simple. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All those things are so easy to say, but really hard to accomplish. Yeah, well, consistency is, I think, probably one of the bigger challenges with bloggers. Is uh, If they don't think people are reading it early on, then some of them tend to give up. And I guess that stands true not just for blogging, but for other things, too, that People start, and when they don't see immediate results, they give up just about the point where, you know, it's about to take off, but they aren't seeing results, so they, they give up. And that's one of the important things to, to keep in mind when you're blogging is to be consistent and to stick it out. If nobody's reading your blog after a year of writing, then maybe you need to rethink your content. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. you know, um, give it a few months to get it rolling, you know. Give it at least six months to see if people are beginning to read it and share it with their friends and leave comments. Um, I think that that's a good amount of time to see if it's up and going. So that's just a a figure that comes to mind um, offhand, six months. So you don't don't want to have the Kardashian blog. It should last a while. (laughs) It should. Yeah, 72 days is not long enough. (laughs) All righty. (laughs) Blogging 101, straightforward, right from Mandy Widrick, our favorite social media expert. Thanks again for stopping by.
to listen to all of Mandy's tips, just go to horsetipdaily.com and go to the experts drop down menu on the left. You can also go to Facebook and search Horse Family Magazine. And don't forget, support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they really do make these podcasts possible. Today's sponsor has been FeedXL.com. And as a matter of fact, I just logged on to FeedXL.com last week to check my horse beaker's diet. And now I know that the weather is colder, but I am certain he's getting both the calories and the nutrients he needs. And I'm not wasting any money on extras he doesn't because FeedXL told me so. It's a great service. So stop by FeedXL.com. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like us to cover on the show. You can subscribe to all of the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zune and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zune, or MP3 player. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.